0: afternoon, good evening, good metal. My name's Coop and welcome to The Spoken Metal Show. This episode is the Bloodstock special, Bloodstock 2022 preview, where I'm going to go through and cover some of the bands that I think you should check out at Bloodstock Festival 2022. One of the, you know, easily one of the best metal festivals in the world, and we've already seen the craziness of, of like other lineups like in Europe with virtually every metal band playing, and then obviously very very recently Vakken with some spectacular scenes from there, particularly of Eamon and Marth in the, in the section uh, in between the two stages, playing the set, which was just absolutely, you know, in, 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 brilliant, you know, just an amazing thing. And the crowd being absolutely spectacular for it and some of the greatest performances I think some bands have done in, in quite, some, quite some time. But now it's Bloodstock's turn. And so I just wanted to kind of really go through some bands you want to check out, some bands you probably have heard of, some hopefully you haven't. And that's the point of festivals you should check out the bands that you really really want to see that you know maybe they'll get the chance to see because they don't play or tour in this country very very often and also you know check out some bands you've never heard before which is the gloriously beautiful thing to do at bloodstock we'll get into that and that's things on the like the new blood stage and what have you on 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 the sophie stage but as always it begins strangely if you will strangely the right word on thursday the eleventh Thursday is always like kind of the day before. Most people are getting down there, getting the camping spec and and all the rest of it. But it's always where some of the cooler stuff or the funnier stuff happens. Um, this time though, that's not the case because the first band I want to suggest is on about five o'clock, and it's uh, Basement Torture Killings, uh, which is an interesting way to st- to st- to start things. They are I've seen them uh, live a few times now, and I saw them very early on, and I was just surprised the atmosphere and the dread that they create when they when they set up and just the, the whole sort of vibe of the show. It's it's very dark. Most bands try to be dark and intimidating and horrible and, and that type of thing. But 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 basement torture really do um really do, do that well and they're just a fucking great band as well. You mean obviously we're gonna hear stuff from the twenty twenties Lessons and Murder, uh, the 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 street ep- Three step hit formula, particularly for me, is I mean all the, all the titles and all the, the the songs are very very interesting. But I mean, I suppose it'd be nice to hear uh, Go Bucchi, wouldn't it, from the first coming? That'd be nice to hear. Um, but yeah, they're going to be a really interesting, horrible, dark start, which is nice. I kind of want that, you know. But they're a, they're a great band. They're a, you know, people talk about hidden gems and underground bands that that really won't make it any further into the mainstream because of how horrible and how uh, extreme the stuff that they do is but 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 are completely welcomed by the bloodstock crowd and the metal community and basement torture killings are uh, exactly that band you know they're superbly extreme but i just and and, i'm underlying all this as well they're a great band technically they're a great band so yeah basement torture killings open the whole thing feels great to me that's like a really good idea so yeah i would definitely suggest them and then i mean there's a whole host of other other bands and, and what have you there's a whole host of them But then in the evening, you get dark tranquility, and what, what another example of maybe some people have have slept on dark tranquility and don't really realise just how important they are to kind of this Swedish melodic death scene, you know, and how 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 you know I mean it's going since what ninety three or something like that, and you know we naturally they'll be playing um, stuff from from moments, and we hope you get like sort of, I mean a dark and broken great tune, and that was the that's that's twenty twenty again. A lot of these bands you're going to find. Are going to have albums that came out in 2020, and obviously, <laughs> fucking pandemic took place. So there was all kinds of problems, and and they're only just getting to exercise this material now, and that's that's why they're going to be playing with such fervor and, and really kind of meanness. I mean, I'd like to hear from Atona. I'd like to um, Faithless by default. I think that's a that's a great tune. Maybe something of Fiction. Maybe uh, uh, Misery's Crown's a big big tune for them, and that's on 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 the Sophie stage. And I know, yeah, Nicholas is not on guitar and uh, and what have you. But this is still incredibly. This is an important band, a very important band, in, in the like I say, in the Swedish death death melodic death scene. And so, I, I really urge you to if you if you if you do get there early, you really need to, to, to. I think this could be quite a special set. Actually, this could. I mean, they're on fire at the moment, playing through Europe. So it makes it makes sense that they're really going to kind of nail this down. And, and it's been a long time. You don't get to see Dark Tranquility that often. So it's really going to be nice to see, especially Moments. Moments are great. It's a solid album. And so that's going to be an interesting prospect to see them them now. A lot of bands really want to get their material out. And probably, and here's an interesting thing, probably maybe have their own, the next albums already kind of bits written. So you may even get new material out, But it's going to be that weird time where normally when you go to a festival, you, you expect to hear bands uh, they're playing the latest album that's fine and that album's like literally just come out and everybody's onto it and what have you now we're getting albums that have gestated for, for years in some cases and haven't even been played for years in some cases so it's it's a weird time because they'll have already been writing whilst they've been doing that whilst they've been do, kind of putting this this music together so it's going to be a really interesting set from some bands but I think Dark Tranquility closing just after Thursday uh, uh, on the Sophie stage is just going to be I feel special that that feels like that could be very special. And that's your, just your, your, your initial Thursday. You know, that's, the, that's the, the the beginning. um. It's a really nice, interesting beginning. It really lets, sets the stage quite nicely before we get on to the next day. So here we are, uh, the first AA proper, uh, Bloodstock Friday on the 12th and Really, what a way to begin. What a way to start. I mean, Friday might be, or I mean, spoilers here, but Friday might already be the best day of the, of the festival, judging by the, by the lineup alone. But we're going to start, as rightly we should do, at the uh, the Sophie stage at 11 o'clock with Crepitation. Friend of the show, Joe Mortimer. You can go back and listen to some of his, his uh, episodes and the episodes he's, he's talking about Crepitation. Uh, what a... You have to. I have to say that because they're a local band that I would naturally support. But it's also good because they're fucking great. Um, I mean, where where do we start? <laughs> per- per- Perpetual evolution through narcosis, and you know, album titles like that, and song titles like you know, e- equine phallic Im- impalements. You know, it's just a- 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 amazing uh, stuff. Amazing stuff from violence of the slams. Uh, almost, I mean. Don't. The, the, yes, the titles are uh, long and complicated, but this is a this is a superb band, and what a great way to start. you really fucking going to throw down. These are the slams. Like these are these are really what you want. Was this is the new uh, music coming through? The new extreme stuff. If you are not if you, uh, you may be hey listen, you might be listening to this now and not like slam and not like that type of thing. But I t- urge you to go and see Crevitation at Sophie because I think you're going to be surprised at the level of musicianship. Level of quality and riffs that are in there. There's, there's, there's a massive depth to crepitation. So I really suggest checking them out there on the Sophie stage about 11 o'clock. And then someone I uh, I had I had a passing interest in, I hadn't really listened to much, but I've been sort of delving into their um, back catalogue because it's fucking brilliant. Is uh, Sorcerer on the Dio stage about one o'clock? I mean, they've been doing this shit since fucking 1988. Do you know what I mean? It's like 30 years of, 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 of stuff, you know, and, and again, um, more more Swedish sort of metal coming through. Uh, it's, it's just some incredible stuff. I mean, where do you start with that? And there's going to be a lot of that today. For example, with long careers, like what the fuck are they going to be doing? You know. And then so you've got like stuff of new stuff like uh, from off lamenting of the innocent and the hammer of witches and stuff to all the way to things like in the shadow of the inverted cross and uh, gates of hell. That fucking great solo at the beginning of that. It's fucking great stuff and. Uh, they spent their time well doing stuff with the uh, during the, the, the lockdown and, and producing the quarantine sessions. So it's going to be, I mean, I don't know what the fuck to, to expect there, but I'd a hundred percent gonna want to what would see that really exciting and somewhat forgotten. I think maybe not a lot of people know them. Sorcerer uh, on the Dio stage the Ronnie James Dio stage. It should be pretty pretty special. Lad. And then we're well, back to the Sophie stage. And I always say about this going back and forth and going from the New Blood and the the the, the Dio stage and the Sophie stage. These are not far walks. You can do it if you want you, you know, you, This is what you're putting your cardio up, up for now. This is what, you, this is what you're This what doing. So, Party Cannon. Of course, it's Party Cannon, isn't it? On the surface stage, about 1 o'clock. I mean, they're currently out with Guar now, which is just going to be a fucking great tour. Uh, but, I mean, where do we win? Amazing Party Cannon. Vault. Volumes of Vomit. Uh, you know, Tactical Chunder, I'd quite like to hear as well, you know. Twenty sort of partied in half and, you know, uh, uh, there's a reason you're single. This is Scottish Slam done done so well. This is great. I mean, if you like the stuff the Crevitation were doing, you can see what it goes to. to party Cannon. Kind of, but it's just a fucking furious assault. You know, don't, 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 uh, the, the fact they have an amusingly different um, logo for you. These are fucking Slam at its absolute best and its, its absolute finest. I'm wondering when Party Cannon are ready to go to the next thing. and they are already headlined many shows, so they're they're well on their way, and they've got a great little back catalogue there to go through. And that's just going to be, as the name suggests, a a wonderful slam party. And then we're going back to the the Dio stage. About 2 o'clock, you're going to want to see Bloody Wood. Why are you going to want to see that? Because I've been talking about on this podcast about uh, the the rise of amazing uh, Indian metal, and the quality stuff that's going on there, like Bloody Wood and Prophets of Yahoo and stuff like that, are are, are, are all out there. There's some fun. I, I should really. I've been promising to do a special on, and um, the the Indian metal scene, and I will do one because it's fucking thriving with some great stuff. I first got onto Bloody Wood as many people do, and naturally they're going to play uh, guitar at this at uh, at their set. But I mean, you know, that album Rakshak uh, is just is fucking brilliant. It's all the best bits of metal because that's what they've talked and they've put it in there and, you know, Jay's vocals are just fucking so fucking on the money. They just love what they do. They're going to bring a fucking good time. They are bloody wood and hopefully it'll open the doors for more Indian metal bands to come over and and realise just how much we love them and how much we love the the, 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 the sounds that they're in because they do not give a fuck. Right, they... They're listening to whatever they want to listen to, melting pot and mixing up those styles and coming out with this great music. And that's fucking, it's, it's un, un, unabashed. It's exactly just what they want to do, which is a fucking great thing. And then we've got on the, back to the Dio stage, you've got guar by four o'clock. And I mean, guar. <sighs> if you don't catch guar at this festival, what the fuck? What the fuck? Because visually they're fucking, you're never going to see anything else like it. Um, I'm hoping they've got a Boris, uh, Boris sort of dummy that they can uh, do stuff with, like you know. Um, they always have politicians and stuff, so it makes sense to do that. I mean, we had Scott Barber on talking about this is Guard the documentary I urge you to see. It's on Shudder at the moment, and I recommend you see it because it's absolutely fabulous. This will wet your appetite 100 for them, and even if you've got a passing interest in what Guad do, you need to be catching them. I mean. Where do, where do we start? You know, it starts start way back in the 90s. There's quite a few of these bands that we're going to talk about now. Have, But, I mean, what do you want to hear? Do you want to hear stuff from the New Dark Ages? Blood libel and and stuff like that? And, or, or are we going to go to, like, you know, my one of my personal favorites, this is Toilet Earth and Saddammit Gogo. Where do we – what, what are we going to get with Gwar? I don't know. I just know it's going to be entertaining as shit and really fucking good. I've been going back ever since chatting to Scott on, on, on the show – a, a sort of back through their back catalogue and it's fucking rich a rich vein of metal in there and so yeah qua on the dio uh, stage about four o'clock it's absolutely essential and then you've got uh, five o'clock on a on dio stage about that time exodus now we can talk all we fucking want about the big four and how you know, this bands that are just on the outside i'd say. like if you widened the spectrum of of the big four a little bit further you would get or did quite a few other bands that maybe didn't get the credit. Exodus, yes, certainly haven't got the the, the credit that maybe they deserve. You know, Gary Holby and in, in in Exodus and and then his tenure with with Slayer obviously give people a, a, you know listen to Slayer. If you didn't, I mean, what who am I kidding? If you didn't listen to Exodus. Uh, and you got into them after you listened to Slayer, it's, it's madness. to probably got into them at the same time. They were from the same sort of vein, although different. I think that's important. The Dexter's are different from what Slayer were doing. And so, you know, yes, they should be in the big four, five, six, and whatever, you know, and we'll, we'll talk about Testament in a sec, but I, yes, I want to hear stuff off Bonded. I want to hear that, you know, and then there were none and things. I want to hear the old stuff to, to a certain degree, but I, when, I've when i been listening to their new album, Persona on Grotta. And and stuff like you know slipping into madness is just fucking great. They, they they've got a fight. He went away, locked themselves down, found out what Exodus were were all about. You know, overcame illness and in, in some cases, and and just come out fighting. You know, these aren't like riffs that could have appeared on a Slayer our album. That's bollocks. You know, Holt's already said that that's not the case. These are Exodus riffs, and this is an Exodus album, and it's a really strong album. I want this. this is a rare kit thing. Normally, you want all the, to the old some of the old stuff. I've heard exodus i've heard Exodus for like fucking you know, 30 years i, I want to hear the new stuff now because i still think there's much a load of fire still left in them, a load of bite in, you know, when they talk about sort of songs like clickbait and stuff like that and very politically driven i always think thrash doesn't get the respect it deserves for being contemporarily very very on it your know, Megadeth maybe to a certain degree does but but exodus certainly are as well and so i'm really really looking forward to exodus set because I want to see the future, I want to see what the, the next things are gonna do. And that leads us on to uh, you know, testament at about seven o'clock. And once again, it's another sort of thrash band that potentially you know when we talk about the big four, they get left out all the time, you know, and or are they in the big four? Or what should we do? Fuck the, whatever it is about the big four that you it's maybe they didn't get the recognition they deserved. And the Testament most certainly didn't, you know, we're thirteen albums fucking in to to, to 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 testament's thing, and I've never seen them play a bad show i seen them once supporting Saxon at a festival, and it was fucking biblical. It was absolutely superb. I mean, Billy and, and Lombardo, you know, it's just what a, what a great... The elder statesman of 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 that scene, Thrash Metal, and not in a bad way, not when it's like elder statementsmen that can't do it anymore. Testaments 100% can do. You only have to listen to the new stuff, from Titans of Creation and you know, Night of the Witch and things, it, 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 you know, it, to realise that they've still... Fucking properly, properly can get it done. You know, I mean, yes, we want to hear stuff from practice, what you preach, you know, blessings and, and stuff, and maybe you know, let's 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 hear a bit of a, a things for everything. You know, dark of the Earth and, uh, and True American Hate and stuff, and Temple from Temple of Dan stuff like Blacklist. You know, there's a couple of you can pull from quite to quite a rich history for Testaments. and like I say, a very rare. Have I ever seen them do a, a bad show? I think they they just they're just contemporaries they're just one of the one of the great thrash metal accents and to see them after exodus as well is really special i think that that's going to that's a thrash metal absolute masterclass. and then we get to avatar again on a dio i don't want to recommend too many stuff on the main stage but these are bands that you need to see you know i'm i like to pepper it with with bands maybe you haven't heard of but that friday that 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 Dio stage is fucking locked in. I mean, uh, so you got Avatar, and I got onto Avatar from Avatar Country. You know the the King welcomes you and stuff. And then now they're recent stuff like from Hunter and Gatherer. You know it, it got is sick and stuff like that. Uh, just you know that riff as well. It's a fucking great riff. Um, and and from Feathers and, uh, and the Flesh, like For the For the Swarmers. I think it's called For the Swarm. Like interesting sort of chameleons almost in metal, like the. Some different styles getting brought in and are going to be a nice palate cleanser, which is a terrible thing to say, but a nice sort of different style uh, as we move away from the thrash that you would have heard. But Avatar are going to—I think—they're going to put on a big show. I think they're going to win some people over on this particular uh, show. I think this is going to be a, a good, a perfect time to see them as well. And then we might as well stay where we are because we're going to get uh, Behemoth on the Dio stage about nine o'clock. And you know they did—they—they—they did. They, 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 Bloodstock in 2012 and 2016, playing a Satanist in full was, was was quite quite amazing and very special. And I think that was what's we, we will we talk about where the next headlines are coming from. Behemoth are a textbook example of that producing quality work time and time again. You know, um, the Deathless Sun being the newest work being absolutely you know quite amazing. Did you know that off the back of the Satanist as well, and you know um, of my uh, Herculean Exile, huge songs and stuff. Yes, we won. Stuff, you know, my father and Saint no son, we want that. But these, I mean, you know, Nagel, Inferno and Orion are going to just, this, and, and the of musicians that they bring with them are just, everything that I've seen from the shows they're playing in Europe looks absolutely amazing. This looks like real great theatrics, real great songs, and just a great understanding. And, you know, some would argue how long, how big their catalogue is, but it's all amazing. It's all absolutely sort of the they have such a high bar for quality, and they're such a good writer that they're going to be they're going to be absolutely spectacular. This is going to be, for me, no doubt, easily po- possibly one of the, the the best acts of the the whole weekend is Behemoth on the Deo stage. But if you take a step over to the Sophie stage, you're going to see Sleep Token at about eleven o'clock. Now this this promises to be moments. I like to pick moments. In, in festivals, moments when you think that something special will happen, that can happen nowhere else. It feels like Sleep Token on the Sophie stage by 11-ish will be something really special. What we're going to get, I don't know, this place will become your tomb, you know, we could get sort of hypnosis and love you want and things like that from there. Where do, what do we get that? Do we go to sundowning and, you know, levitate and higher and st- songs like that? Do we get that? Some kind of interesting ceremony will be happening there. I hope. One of the hopes is that we get, uh, is it really you with, with Love? Obviously, Love being a local but, but band here. For me, I really hope that they do something special. And I think they probably will. That seems like an almost inevitability. But if that feels like if you're there for that, that's going to be something quite amazing. You'll have seen all these bands all day, and then Sleep Token will come out, and you will have the ceremony, uh, an almost religious experience that that is Sleep Token. And that'll take you to the end of Friday. That's a fucking that's a stacked day that is that's a great friday's lineup there and i think that maybe already <laughs> or have we peaked i don't know we may have peaked with friday uh, at bloodstock there and so we get to saturday saturday the 13th and where to begin begins on the Soviet stage begins with mastiff um amazing amazing stuff i mean uh APF Records, and shout out to Andrew there, former guest on the show, Leave Me in the Ashes of the Earth, you know, Fail, uh, Midnight Creeper, you know, Warmonger from Rank, I mean, these are all, I mean, just power, amazing attitude, kind of all that sort of mad ball energy and, and, and the hardcore energy just... Alluding from the just what a great start that's going to be to Saturday. They're they're a fucking great band. They are and i would strongly suggest checking out the uh, checking them out and, and everything on APF Records. To be honest with you as well, one hundred percent worth checking out. And then staying with the sophie stage, you've got Pupil Slicer obviously because they're one of the perfect examples of a of a band, a very new band, easily one of those bands worth watching. And so, one hundred percent. Yep, you need to be checking out Pupil Slicer on the Soviet stage. I mean, we're We've only got Mirrors, but we've got Martyrs off Mirrors, which is just fucking... I mean, Katie's vocals on that are, are just fucking ridiculously good. And they're just a perfect example. I, I missed catching them. They were playing very close by uh, recently, and it was meant to be spectacular. They're one of those bands that you need to get onto now because they're going to be absolutely fucking massive. They're going to really sort of erupt. They're just great, aggressive, angular stuff going on there with uh, with Pupil Slice on the Sophie stage. And then, you know, where are we then? We well, we're... We'll, we're going to take a listen to a Portrayal of Ruin, an Unearthed band as well. Shout out to Unearthed and the fabulous work they're doing. Once again, another example of new bands, new bands that are 100% worth checking out. They're going to be on the new blood stage naturally. And they're just, it's one of those ones where you're going to start to see the future, start to see the bands that are coming through Um you know, lifeless life EP and uh, you know, uh, chronic conclusions and, and and tunes like that. Awakening hate, amazing sort of really early beginnings for a band that shows an incredible amount of promise. And this is the importance of the of the new blood stage. And this is the importance of seeing these bands now as they start sort of become the next things that that are going to headline shows, the next bands that are going to headline stages. And you get to see them now in almost like a uh, undiluted format in you know, a completely growing format and never can it be more true than the next band staying on the new bloods of a crow of course i am because I, I i picked them to win the metal to the masters which they did and then go on to take over the world yeah uh, you know Nova crew are, are the, the finished article and this doesn't mean that this is going to be the uh, a finished show if you know what i mean that this is going to be the the, the, the height of their power so to speak no, no this is merely the next stage in their development i've said before that they will be that evil scarecrow type of band that makes it onto the largest stages because they're just so fucking entertaining look at me now uh it comes out very very shortly it's available for pre-order which i suggest you do and we've got the new single hollow armor but they've got a wealth of great tunes there i think they're going to play cleverly as well and gonna gonna go with all new material gonna play to uh, to audiences that have never seen it before they're never gonna see how just how great kitty is in front of an audience just how born she is to to be a front person and and how well that that translates to a live experience and i think a lot of people are going to go and pre-order that album after listening to Nova Crow on the new blood stage and then we're over back again to the Dio stage for ginger and what can we say, you know, just, you know, H- Hello Death, the new single is fucking as great as everything they've they've been doing. You know, Roman's guitar player is just fucking ridiculously good. It just, you know, I mean, we, we obviously we want stuff off King of Everything, Words of Wisdom and Pisces and stuff. We, we want that. Uh, I, I'm i really interested to see what they do. I mean, we could talk politics with Ginger about the the, 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 the issues that they've had. But I just think that them as a band is just as, you know, the most important thing. They're a fucking great band and it's great to see them on the bill. About four o'clock on the, on the Dio stage is going to be that. They're going to be welcomed uh, on that stage and they're going to be fucking furiously good. Uh, it's you know, so rare we get to see them as well. So it's nice to, to get them over here. And, and then I think we should go over to the Sophie stage and watch Ingested just because it's going to be absolutely fucking horrific in all the best ways um so, what is it surpassing the boundaries of human suffering and you get and songs like skinned and fucked yes we want to hear them we want to hear misery leeches well, that's a great fucking tune uh, with the level from the level of human. it's i mean ingested is going to give you that that metal face that you, you pull when something's absolutely filthy and that's what ingested are in all the beautiful ways um and then I don't talk about the Jager stage as much as maybe I should do because there's some great stuff going on over there. And and it's definitely a, a stage that maybe gets a little bit forgotten sometimes, but there's some great stuff going on there. For example, about eight o'clock, it's going to be um, Master Charger on there. And I really want to see what happens there. It's very like kind of what they call satanic blues. And it's the from the origin of the Liberius, uh, Liberius, or whatever you say, uh, Embers of the Sun we want to hear. I wonder how that translates I think that's going to be really interesting, that to see them on the Jäger stage. I think that's going to be one of those ones that I've never seen them live before, and I would, you know, really, really, really seek them out and try and check them out. And then, I mean, we get to the headliners, and it obviously it's ten o'clock. It's merciful fate, and when we talk about the new wave of this and the next wave of that and whatever it may be, they were basically the first wave. You know, I mean, what eighty one Danish, Denmark, you know, t- type of starting band, and you think like, you know just King Diamond on his own is, is is incredibly important to metal. But for me, you know, Merciful Fate, I tell you when I go back to them, I, I did, I wasn't, do you know what, I wasn't as, here's a confession, I wasn't as au fait with their back catalogue as I'd like to have been, you know, um, and as kind of, you know, I mean, the new stuff from Nine, Burn in Hell, Hell's a fucking great tune. Um, but I hadn't, you know, I hadn't heard the, did as much stuff as a thought so i went back and had a bit, a little bit of a dive and found songs like from like don't break the oath and stuff and you know come to the sabbath and uh, all that type of thing and i was just you know even like the the, the newest song what is it the the, the jackal of salzburg it, they're fucking they're fantastic and this is the great thing about festivals this is the great thing about multiple lineups is you go back and you go fuck, they've got a really fucking great back catalogue, and you do if you like I do. You've just got this massive tip about seeking out as much as you can and listening to them. For me, it was Merciful Fate and Sorcerer from this particular day that I just went back and and, and, and checked everything out by them, but I've seen some of the stuff of their shows they've been doing and it looks beautifully theatrical and and beautifully orchestral, if you will, without an orchestra, but you know, kind of beautifully orchestrated, very thematic, uh, very operatic, if you will, and that's that's going to translate beautifully to that uh, that late Saturday night stage. But that's not all. You want to be heading over to the Soviet stage about 11 o'clock. Why? Because you want to see malevolence. And uh, what? A, they're, 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 this is a band. You get to things like uh, 2013's Reign of Suffering with, like, you know, in the face of death and eternal torments and things like that. And you can see where it's beginning, which is interesting. You get to see the beginning of this, this band. And then as we get to kind of 2017... Uh, self-supremacy I think it's called and and this superb song called Trial by Fire on there and you see them almost getting to where they are now and you can see the things that they slightly adjust within the music to kind of work out what they're doing and get their voice and then it's 2022's malicious intent and what the fuck what an album to you know with artwork by the fantastic Elvin Cranthor um, which we will talk about in a second but Life Sentence and Do or Die this is a this is a, like in a, a masterstroke work. This is them uh, completely understanding what they're doing and delivering on on every level. This is the it's their zenith. It's their kind of master work. It's the it's that album that they needed to get to the next level and the next stage of what they're doing. It's absolutely superb, and they're gonna. The people are gonna want them to deliver, and they are going to deliver. And. Like I said, records with to see, and uh, he's had that artwork that's superb, and he has a display going on at Bloodstock. Bloodstock there's an area where you can go and see displayed artwork, and he's got his artwork there. I would implore you to do this alongside going to Lemmy's bar, and you know, and show paying your respect to God. You know that's that that that's what you should like. I'm gonna like. I need to tell a group of metalheads. By the way, you need to go to the bar. By the way, and and show you support for Levy. But you must do that. But you must also go and see some of the things that they're also doing, and that includes the artwork exhibitions that they've got some fabulous stuff there as well. You should really check that out. And Elrond's it's got some superb pieces there. Uh, I hope he's got. Uh, there's a piece I like called. Uh, I think it's called Revenge. Yes, it's Revenge. Check that out. That's a fucking great piece of art, and that's a great Saturday. That's a great Saturday. What's great about that Saturday is you've got everything and all the newest bands like People Slicer, right the way through to the uh, you know the bands at the beginning of their journey, like Novacrow, to the bands that have been around a, a little bit longer, like Jinder, and then onto the more established let's, I hate the word heritage and uh, legacy acts because it's a load of bollocks, but the more established acts like uh, you know, Merciful Fate, and then onto the absolute sort of cut and stuff that's really coming out now and get, gaining ground with malevolence, and so that's a great day. I still think Fridays better, but Saturdays are fucking great. There's a lot of fucking metal there, and rightly so. Until so we get to Sunday Um Bloodstock 2022. So far, some extraordinary, some extraordinary bands, uh, some must-sees, some surprises, and some things like. Uh, that have suggested checking out. That suggested checking out and a band you maybe hadn't considered. By now we would have known who the secret band was. On uh, yesterday that would have taken place, and we'll know we would know who that was by Sunday. And everybody really talking about that. Whoever who is that secret band? Whoever this is, There was rumours it was Machine Head, and obviously they were put to, to put put to bed because they, it it was just that Rob was was visiting as a guest. Uh, but yeah, who could it be? Who could it be? Um, but let's get straight into it. Sunday begins for me with Desert Storm on the Sophie stage. Of course, it does sludge and kind of doomy stuff going on from Desert Storm. Every every time I've seen them, they've just got better and better. They, they were great the first time they've seen us. I mean, Ryan and Chris's guitar playing and in, and the stuff they're doing is fucking just so, so heavy and so cool. I mean, we're, we're five albums in now from them, so they're available on APF Records again. Shout out to them. But it's for me... Uh, I mean, what, what do we what do we pick? So you know, uh, words of the wise man, Black bile. We could have any of those. I mean, Desert Storm are just a great. Oh, they do. They're, uh, they're great in a small room, with like kind of really hot and sweaty. But I think they're going to make themselves their own uh, at, at Sophie. I think they're going to be uh, really really strong. I feels like it's a really special set that for them and a bit of a breakthrough set as well. Where people, a lot of people are going to check them out who maybe haven't seen them, which is the surely the point of every festival. And then we have to go to the Dio stage because you have to watch Life of Agony. New York's finest, you know, I mean, it's how important Life of Agony it cannot be underestimated, you know, ever since the 80s, you know. Uh, it's like, I mean, River River, River Runs Red, obviously, we, we all know, but there's the sound uh, uh, the sound of, of Scars, Lay Down, I think the Sound Scars is it? Yeah, a song called Lay Down. It's, it's a great tune. It's going to be interesting to see. Uh, Mina, you know, great vocalist and and Joey Z, I mean these are like iconic figures in that crossover sort of world as well, Life of Agony is just super super important, so I think they're going to really wake up the crowd as well, I think a lot of people are going to be surprised listening back to Life of Agony I found there's a lot of stuff I was like, fuck, that's a great riff and that's a great song that I just hadn't given the time of day and I suggest you do that's the other good thing about seeing at festivals is the, some of these bands are headliners, you may have not really, even at a headline as well, big back bands or important bands like Life of Agony. It's still interesting to see that, you know, you didn't really know these bands that much, so it's good to get them a little tap on the shoulder and go, actually, you need to fucking check out their back catalogue because it's amazing. Speaking of amazing, uh, you're going to stay at the DF stage for Venom Inc. We had Tony Dolan on the show very recently, maybe one of my favourite guests of all time. Superb, superbly nice guy. I mean, their new album, There's Only Black, is, is very, very close to us. Um, you know, but we've got you know, we've got stuff like um Metal We Bleed off Harvey and stuff, and you know, we'll have Don't Feed Me Your Lies and things like that. And we want to see there'll be some more new tracks, I would imagine, coming from the Only Black. Um, and Venom Inc. was just just a great, just a great solid type band and important as well. Another important act, like, but Tony himself is just an absolute tweeter. I'll probably a Tony on the show again, I think, because he he, he really goes. It's worth listening to that show separately because he's really playing. Um, in in the the modern sort of the modern sort of age, so that's going to be absolutely essential. Listening to that Venom Inc. on a DO stage about three o'clock, and then you're going to go to the New Blood stage. You should spend a lot of time in the New Blood stage, I think, because uh, around sort of r three 4ish, you've got a polyon They were the winners of the Metal to the Masses North Wales. Um, I've seen them at various uh, kind of stages in their career. Uh, they've had something of a hiatus and some bits and pieces, but they're 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 just solid. You know, they're they're just... They're they're a solid, solid band. Almost have got themselves figured out straight away. You know, I Stand Alone and From Fires to Ashes. uh, You know, Life's Conclusion EP was very well received and so I think that they're going to really surprise. They're they're a great band, they are. They need to be put on the road and tour incessantly. Like, that's... They just absolutely hammered them and just tour and tour and tour because they are almost a finished article and I urge you to see them. Uh, Apollyon on the new Blood stage. And then we're back to the Dio stage. I want to try and Mixing up with sort of established to lesser established bands, um, not that these bands are lesser established, these are, are very much an, an important part of the scene, is it cattle decapitation, um, you know, I mean, where do we start, where do we start, <laughs> yeah, do we start? It's hugely horrible in all the great ways, you know, songs like head cheese, open human head and, you know, it, it's, we are the horrible people who say it themselves. And you know, so it's stuff we want to get off off the human harvest, and you know, even human jerky, I suppose. You know, clone for carrion and stuff like that. But Ryan's vocals are fucking just righteous, aren't they? They're absolutely fucking on. But cattle decapitation are are one of his bands still bubbling under. A lot of people have got onto them, but they, the I think there's more people who could get more from them. Um, It's not something you Google that often as a cattle decapitation. So you you probably only see them live if you you've got a cursory interest in them. And then about seven o'clock. Of course, you're going to want to see Killing Joke, mainly because they are seminal, importance, but are still producing really great music since the 80s. I mean, it was a born from the UK punk scenes, huge crossover the stuff going on there, but Jazz is just a, 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 an amazing front man. I mean, we had the EP Lord of Chaos and the title track thereof and stuff, but um, you know, and then got the, this is our, our, our going to be coming up today. Follow the leaders, the Alba Hall show next year. That's going to be absolutely, uh, absolutely incredible. But I mean, what do you, what do you, the, the Great Call game, You know, obviously you've got eighties and all the, the the hits. That's that's just going to be an absolute class, that an absolute masterclass in quality, varied work. They've had a really interesting back catalogue where they've experimented with all kinds of things. And that's going to be interesting how they knit that. Well, I've seen before, so I know it, it will be good, is that they knit all those kinds of things together to get this really cohesive live performance, which just cannot be underestimated. It's hugely influential to metal bands all over. It's killing joke on the Dio stage. And then the headliners, um, about 10 o'clock, Lama God. And Lama God were, you know, in the same way, the kind of machine Head and trivium, were pen to be the next Metallica? Lamb of God were and they kind of had a brief period where they flirted with being the next in insert biggest band in the world, and now they they're settled into what they they are. Yes, you know Chris Adler's not with them drumming anymore, but it's still it's still a one. I, I remember seeing someone uh, talking about or listening to someone talking about, it, and they described it as a group of men playing metal, and it and it just is simply that. You know, this is a complete. You know, Randy's just. You know, a consummate fr- front man, he will have that crowd almost straight away. They're probably going to fucking open with redneck, aren't they? Just to fucking, just to put it to bed. But yeah, we want stuff off, 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 you know, the new the new moments, moments of nevermore and stuff like that. And then yeah, you're going to get the classics, you're going to get, you know, set to fail and later rest and, you know, ruin and, and things like that. But for me, they uh, they they are the quintessential next band. We 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 were talked about them maybe ten years ago. Like who are going to be these big headliners, and they are. And they are going to be those those huge big headlining bands. Lamb of God now have established themselves. They are that. Uh, they are uh, the one of the the acts that we can pluck to to be headliners. You know, and and now it's going to be interesting to see how they develop that. What which way they go, and as they the lineup changes slightly. I mean, it's funny that you know they have been around that long; it's they're not new any any anymore by any stretch of the imagination. But it seems to be they're established now as 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 the the uh, the classic metal band almost. If you want, like it's funny that Mark Morton put about um, him getting could not remember quite how many bars it was for the intro for Redneck. He's played it like that that often and that long. Just funny to see, you know, that they're almost. It's like when someone first called Metallica classic rock. It's like what the fuck. The Lamb of God are almost into that classic metal phase now, right? And so, Lab of God headline—that's a fucking really solid final fail on that of of for Sunday, which is just you know overloaded with absolutely amazing, amazing bands. I mean, Bloodstock have got a lot, a, a lot to, lots to, to do. You know, they, they, they've got a lot of lots to play for here because they're so important. So there's a lot of eyes on them, you know, particularly what's going on with Vakin and Vakin selling out 2023s. In record time, fastest ever the festival. If there's any other festival that could do it, Bloodstock is that festival. I suggest you get early bird tickets and things like that, and get excited. You can get excited for the bands as they they kind of uh, kind of get announced. And obviously, there's there's a ton of very important people here. Uh, you know, Simon Hall, a friend of the show, he's been on the show, is is a huge part of that as well as uh, everybody else that's involved. People like Steve on the, the 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 New Blood stage, Tekken on there, and been on the show as well. There's a lot of people that I just want to say thank you for, for the work you put in. There's people that you don't see on the on, on, on the front of things, but they are working their fucking arses off to get the show that you that you really deserve, You know, especially on the New Blood stage. There's a team there that are absolutely fucking great. All the teams on the band stage, the Sophie and the Dio stage, work really hard. And, you know, if you do see these people out there, you know what I mean, give them some fucking props and give them some respect that they surely deserve. And, you know where you go you know cheer and make fucking noise for these new bands make these new bands feel welcome and go and see the the next crop that will come and then enjoy yourself and this this is the, the it's been a while since we've been able to properly play out hasn't it and it's it's now we're kind of finally doing it and i don't don't take it for granted go and see all the fucking bands you can stay up as late as you possibly can um and go and see all the bands that you you, you can't get yourself out there and, and see as much don't take this stuff for granted it's nice that the the Night Flies Orchestra the, the band to kind of send you off into the night as well later on in the Sophie stage classic kind of rock band ish kind of thing you know Black Stars and Diamonds single is, is pretty cool and aromatic romantic and, and that, that'll that be an interesting kind of thing to send you off into the night with but let's not take this any any of this for granted and it, the work that's gone into this is absolutely fucking immense uh, so there's a lot of people that uh, they, uh, you know are really invested in, in, in Bloodstock, as rightly they should be, because it's such an important festival, from the inception of metal to the masses and bringing new bands in to the establishment of, uh, you know, headline acts that you know wouldn't headline other festivals in, in this country. You know, they've took chances, they've made great decisions, and 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 Bloodstock is is probably it it is one of the, my my favorite festivals to to go to. It's absolutely. Superb! It's a great festival. I hope you've enjoyed this little preview that amble down the the the, the lineup there and maybe suggested some bands. You think, oh fuck, I didn't realise they were playing, or I'll check them out, or whatever. This is sometimes I'm told being co- be bequ- become required listening for travelling down there now and travelling for bands and stuff. So if you are on a uh, tour bus somewhere and you're listening to this and and you're listening to this sound, sound uh, me sounding off about the the bands you should check out, and I have mentioned your your, your band. Uh, raise a glass. This one's to you if I haven't. Well, fuck it. Raise a glass anyway, and still you get lo- looking forward to it. the weather's going to be fucking amazing. The crowds, the, the best in the world, and Bloodstock looks like it's going to be absolutely absolute blinder. If you're in uh, one of the fans travelling down there, and I've mentioned bands that you like, raise a glass if you're in the back of the car. Raise it. Raise raise the horns if I've me- mentioned one of the bands that you're talking about if I haven't. Give me a load of shit about it on social media, about the bands I didn't miss. Why didn't you say about this band? Why didn't you say about that band? Because there's only so much time. But enjoy yourselves. Let's not take this for granted. Bloodstock is incredibly special. Um, And as always, thank you for listening. I'll see you at the show.